Unwired. Unwired. Why would we call it unwired? We're leading to the day where we are unwired. Welcome to Unwired. Welcome back, everybody. That's it. Yeah, welcome back. Okay. So we said uh, last year, back yeah, in 2017. Back in, yeah, a long time, time ago. Long 2017. Time ago. Oh, my goodness. That was a long time <laughs> ago. We mentioned that we should do an episode on SD cards, didn't we? Yeah, that's the brains behind. Well, no, it's not really the brains. It's the recording media of choice for many uh, devices that we use. We have Correct. monitors, we have cameras, we have video cameras, and a majority of them use SD cards. So For now. Right. So we thought it would be a good idea. Now, as you move up the scale in professionalism, uh, DSLRs, they shed SD cards and they use compact flash cards. And then some of the newer, higher-speed video cameras are using... Um, C-Fast cards, which are faster versions of compact flash cards. Okay. That's all you have to say? Yeah, I'm learning here. Okay. <laughs> all right, so what makes it... No, I'll let you ask the questions. What... How do you choose an SD card? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so SD cards are chosen by speed. Okay. Back in the beginning of media, speed was not necessarily the most important thing. You know, when you had your old uh, digital camera, you could only get maybe four frames per second, and it was writing pretty small files. Yeah. You know, you laugh, but you know they, they started out really terrible, small I know, I know. cameras, so speed wasn't that big of a deal. That's when they started with the Class 1 cards. The very original SD cards were Class 1. And Can you still find those? Yeah, yeah actually you can. Um, there are certain stores. Micro Center, I know, especially if you buy the cards right up front by the counter. Those are relatively slow cards. Um, then they came out with Class 4 cards. They had Class 6 cards. So as each camera model needed to have faster write speed... Mm-hmm they started to make faster SD cards. Right. So then some from class 4, they went to class 6, and then they went to class 10. What happened to... They don't like odd numbers. Yeah, yeah, they no. just they just don't like odd numbers, so they skipped all of that. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take some time to come back with exactly the speed ratings. We'll cover that in the second half of the show. Exactly what each class's speed rating is. Okay. So you'll know. That's a good idea. Yeah. So you'll know exactly which card you need for which camera you have. Right. Yeah, because you need to know. I mean, I remember I used to have a a card that was definitely not fast enough, and it would just stop the recording in the middle. Oh yeah, was... yeah. That happens quite often, especially with some of the newer cameras. Um, the JVC GY LS three hundred is so specific about the SD cards, it will only record 4K if you have certain cards. It'll literally not even allow you to choose the 4K option on the menu if you don't have the right card. So you better have the right card. You better have the right card. And sometimes it's hard to tell what's the right card even if you go by the speed rating Mm -hmm. because the speed ratings have not been consistent. 
but okay. we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Your your question is, how do you choose the right card, right? Yes. Okay. So, when you buy a camera, when you have any camera, whether it's a DSLR, mirrorless, whatever, and we're just talking about specifically SD cards because there's a lot of different formats out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically for SD cards, you're going to be looking at the speed. As we said... You have different classes. Right now, I would suggest you just never buy anything less than a Class 10 card. Mm-hmm. Class 10 has a minimum write speed, I believe, of 30 megabytes. But like I said, we'll get all the specific numbers a little bit later. So it has a minimum write speed of 30 megabytes per second. Okay. The reason why that's important, and I'm also going to look up the difference between megabytes and megabits, and that'll really confuse you. But the reason why that's important is... The minimum write speed has to correspond to the write speed of whatever format you're using. Makes sense. So to get really confusing, there's a whole ton of different formats that cameras could record at. Mm-hmm. This is why it's so important that you take a look at your manual, even before you buy the camera. Because we like to rush out and we say, I'm going to buy this camera. This brand new whiz bang Zoom camera that just came out on the market, I'm going to get that. Because I already have SD cards, I don't need... SD is that cards. a real name? Yes, okay. WizBang Zoom. It's coming soon to a store near you. But we're going to... I'm going to buy this camera. I already have SD cards. Everything will be fine. Especially yeah. since this camera now records in 16K video. And I have a 128 meg card. And that will be enough. So then you get the, you buy this camera. You bring it home. You stick your SD card in. And you see error. Yeah. <laughs> or or when you hit the shutter button, you everything looks fine. Then, like you said, the recording stops. Mm-hmm. Or you get bring it home, and all you got is stuttering video, or oh, even yeah. even pictures. You know, you 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 think you're getting a rapid fire picture, and all of a sudden it says buffer full. All of that can be traced back to the speed of your SD card. SD card. Yeah. So. Uh. Now we're at class 10, and you think, okay, class 10, that's got to be the best, right? No. There's always better. Yes, because what they've done is they've added the UHS standard. Which is? I don't remember. i got to look that up. <laughs> Our listeners are just going to give up video production after this episode. No, no, no. no. This, all of this is really important. Of course um, it is. We just have to present it in the most honest and factual way possible. That's right. our jobs. Yep. That's what they pay us for. That's what they pay us for. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now you have a UHS standard, and there's a UHS-1 and a UHS-2. So you would think, okay, UHS-2, that's got to be the fastest thing there is, right? After all, it has to be twice what UHS-1 is, right? Yeah, but no, there's always but better. But no, there's always better, and we'll cover all of that right after this break. Unwired. This segment has been brought to you by Brainwave Consulting, providing networking and security consultation in West Virginia, New York, and the DMV area. That's Brainwave Consulting. BrainwaveCC.com. That's BrainwaveCC.com. When you're concerned about your network security, think about Brainwave. BrainwaveCC.com. We're leading to the day where we are unwired. 
Welcome back to Unwired. All right, so now we're in the middle of this confusing array of numbers and classes and so forth and so on. Let's get this straight. Class two, four, six. Don't ever buy them. Just, just don't buy them. Okay. Forget about it. If it doesn't say what class the SD card that you're about to buy is, put it down and ask for a card that's at least a class ten. That's your starting point from 2018. Okay, we're clear. Yes. Okay. Could buy 2017. But yes, buy by 2017. Okay. Okay. So you're starting at a class ten. Now, class 10 has the specifications of a U1, which is 10 megabits a second, megabytes a second, and even that makes a difference. 10 megabytes a second write speed. That's the minimum write speed. However, if you look at some of the cameras, they're writing 100 megabits per second. We can have a whole show about the difference between bits and bytes, and that's just about as confusing as this topic is today. Okay. I think we're going to need to do it, though. <laughs> okay. So, now we're moving up from a U1 to a U3, which is 30 megabytes a second write speed. That's the minimum, okay? Why, why is it important? Because you'll see some cards that say 90 megabyte write speed, but that's in burst mode. That means it can get up to that fast, but that's not a consistent number. So, yes, there's a lot of marketing behind this. And the marketing is, is really lying to you. You're not interested in burst speed. You're interested in minimum write speed. And we're going to talk about why that's important. So, now when it comes to shooting video to these SD cards, they've introduced another standard. What? Yes. So, on top of the class of 10 and the UHS class of U1 or U3, they've introduced the V class, which is a video standard class. So now you're going to have V10, which is... I don't know. 10 megabytes a second. <laughs> then there's the V30, which is... 30? Yes, there you go. 30 <laughs> megabytes a second. Then there's the V60. We all know what that's for. 60, yeah. And the so far, the king of speed for SD cards is the V90 card. Okay. What would you use that for? There's the great question. There's a great question. Let's start back at uh, V10. Okay. Okay. So now I'm looking at everyone's favorite site, Wikipedia. I have to give them props for this. But you can find this information all over the web in terms of the speeds. What you want is an independent person to verify what these speeds are. If you go to the actual manufacturer, they're just going to give you marketing speak. Of course. So the standards that it's printed on, V10 means that you can record full HD because that's a 10 megabyte a second write speed, minimum write speed. Mm -hmm. So that's a class U1 and V10 will do 10 megabytes a second. So that's good enough for full HD, 1080p. Okay, we're clear on that. Yes, we are. Okay. So, but we, we in this new age, we want to move up and shoot 4K. We have 4K cameras, and it's important for us to be able to shoot 4K. And we did a whole episode on that. Please check it out when you can. 
Oh, yeah. Unwiredthepodcast.com. Oh, my goodness. And so we move up to 4K. We need at least a V30 card. Okay? We're clear. We need at least 30 megabytes a second. We get it. Okay. Uh, Quick primer. When you see a card that says MB, the M and the B are large. That means megabytes. If the M is big and the B is little, that's megabits. Whole different story. We'll cover that another time. Oh, I never knew that. Yes. It's good to know. Yeah, this goes back days and days. And I'm actually going to have to print something out so that I could read it properly and not confuse you guys when we cover bits and bytes. Yeah. Okay. So, once you can get your 4K, and this is 4K up to 120 frames a second, you'd need a V30 card. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. If you want to go higher than that, what's higher than 4K? 8K. There you go. Well, you skip 6. I don't know why 6 never gets the love that it deserves. 6K. Hey, that's pretty nice. Came in at the right time. <laughs> 6K doesn't get the love that it deserves. Okay, fine. 6K. So we, you want to jump all the way to 8K. Interestingly enough, I read an article recently that said um, the higher resolutions above 4K are not such a huge leap in terms of our eyes and visual um, effects. So bumping up to 8K video is not such a huge deal. But we said that about everything. But it's funny because in our 4K episode, I actually asked you that question. Yeah. And we looked and said that we could see it. But it's funny. Okay. Yeah. it's you, You can see the jump from 1080p to 4K. You can see it. Yeah. But it's not that huge of a difference. Mm-hmm. And as we covered, I shoot 4K because there's a lot of things that I can do in um, in the actual footage that I couldn't do if I just shot at 1080p. Right. But everything we release is at 1080p. Just, you know. So, if you want V60 and V90 cards, that's Class 60 and Class 90 cards... They can record 8K up to 120 frames a second. Remember, we're just talking about SD cards here. Wow. I think it's time for a break, isn't it? Yeah. Boy, that's a lot of talking. Yeah, all right. We'll be right back. Water. Unwired. Hey, Robert. I have a great idea. I think we should do a podcast. Sounds great, Victoria. But I don't know how. You have the radio broadcasting degree. You figure it out. Well, I've never done this before, so... Uh, oh, you know what we can do? What? Let's contact Space Age Consulting. Why? Well, they have a podcast called Unwired, and from what I hear, it's really good. Really? And they teach people how to get into podcasting, the equipment you would need, and how to record, edit, and release your shows. And they can even help with marketing the show. Space Age Consulting, huh? Well, how do we contact them? It's very easy. You can visit them at spaceage-llc.com or go to the Unwired website, and it's unwiredthepodcast.com, and email them at contactinfo at unwiredthepodcast.com. You know what? We should get on that right away. We're leading to the day where we are unwired. Welcome back to Unwired. And so, the main question that you wanted to know at the start of all this hullabaloo was... How do you pick a nasty card? How do you know which one is the right one for you? Okay, so 
we started with the speed. Once you've got the speed down, if you want to shoot 4K, you want to look for what kind of card? You would start with a class 10. Right. That's the minimum. Remember, that's the minimum you're going to buy. Anything below a class 10 in 2018, you just throw away. Then you're going to be looking for a U3. U3. And then you're going to be looking at a V, at least a V30 card, but I would suggest a V60 card. How about V90? V90 is very expensive. Of course it is. But you can future-proof to a certain extent. You'll be able to stretch out the longevity of a V90 card longer. Yeah. Now, there are some questions of how do people like Panasonic with their GH4 line that was shooting 400 megabits a second of data, how were they able to cram all of that into an SD card? Because most manufacturers couldn't. Mm-hmm. I can't answer that. <laughs> uh, I thought you had the answer to that one. No, unfortunately not. There's something they were doing with their compression, and that's, once again, that's a whole other topic that can take us hours, choosing the right compression for your video. Oh, I can sit and talk about that for hours. But they were doing something magnificent, but it was always better to get a faster card so you can avoid the dreaded buffer full or buffer overflow or just write error or it would just stop recording. You wouldn't understand why. Yeah. So how do you choose the right card? You start with the speed. Mm -hmm. So once you've figured out which cards have the best speed, we look at which is the best manufacturer. Now... What's interesting is there's some cameras that work better with certain cards. SanDisk has been considered the best manufacturer of SD cards, actually most recording media for quite a long time. They have a great reputation. Um, they don't fail well. We've had people talk about how they've washed it. They've left their SD cards in their clothes, put them in the washing machine, and the card still worked. Um, wow. Yeah, exactly. So SanDisk is usually... A, a safe bet. What gets a little bit confusing is they have a couple of different lines of cards. Their most professional is called Extreme Pro, and that's usually their most expensive card. If you buy it, odds are you, you won't go wrong. Mm -hmm. And it'll work in every recorder, every camera, and as long as you get the speed rating right, you'll do fine. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I recently bought a 128 megabyte uh, card for the LS300 and I thought everything told me that because I had bought this from uh, more recently than the older cards I bought and they were both considered extreme pros that it would work fine mm -hmm. the LS300 rejected it really? yeah so sometimes you get a finicky camera because it does a, a right check. When you turn on the camera, it'll do a right check to your cards, and it'll let you know whether that card is sufficient for shooting 4K. I couldn't shoot 4K with that card, even though it's rated as a Class 10 V30 card. So it's not just the speed, and sometimes it's not just the manufacturer. It's also their line of cards. Right. Now, I have cards from Delkin, from Patriot, from... Uh, Sony, I've had actually quite a few Sony cards, but they're older and they can't. They're not as fast to shoot 4K. Hmm. Um, so we have used a ton of different SD cards. I've only had one model fail on me before. It was an A data. And to their credit, I shipped it back to them. The, the outer casing on the SD card actually cracked. And Ooh. then I couldn't use it. 
they ship, I shipped it to them, and they shipped me a brand new one. So even though the card failed, mm-hmm. they stood behind their warranty. And that's the other thing to look at. It's mm. not just whether the card will last forever, but if it does fail, will the manufacturer support the card? So you have to consider that when you're buying um, cards as well. Yeah, if the manufacturer doesn't even believe in the card himself, then... Yeah, you shouldn't either. (laughs) So those are things to consider. Really, your best bet is to check with the device manufacturer, whether it's an Atomos (sighs) recorder (laughs) and monitor, or it's your Canon or Panasonic or JVC or Sony or Alexa or Blackmagic Design, any of those manufacturers, look on their website, read the manuals, and see what they recommend. Now, yeah. remember our episode, Cheapness Buys Dearness? Yes. Well, what happens if you try to buy the cheapest model of SD card that you can find? Well, that's what you're going to get. The cheapest footage that you can shoot. Yeah. So think about those things, people. When you go to buy something, you invest in $7,000, okay, several thousand dollars into a camera. Why would you have your most important part, the media that you're recording to, be the cheapest thing? That's like buying cheap brakes for a $100,000 car. It just doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. Save no, money don't elsewhere. Rec- don't recommend it. All right. So I recommend look at the manuals. Look at the speed you need, and Class 10, in fact, at this point, Class 10 V30 is your safe bet. Yeah. You got it. No, you got it now. You have all the information. We got it. Yeah, so now we can go forward and buy to our heart's content. I think that's... Wonderful. That was pretty good. And as always, if you have questions or comments, you'd like to reach out to us... Tell us what knuckleheads we are or ask where we can find that specific model of camera that we talked about earlier. Mm. Yeah. You can email us at contactinfo at unwiredthebotcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at unwiredthepodcast. Thank you. Hope to hear from you soon. Unwired. Unwired. Why would we call it unwired? We're leading to the day where we are unwired.